Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Forever Radio, episode 297 for March 28th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. And I'm Adriel. And that's it. For now. For, for now. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, Random, okay. like we just put the link on uh, on on the internet. Uh, so now anyone could just join up and, and you know, <laughs> Maybe we we'll see stop. what kind of stragglers come in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think Trevor's going to join us, though. He said probably. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Okay. Yeah. He was getting a a new vehicle, I think. Some sort of pink uh, uh, station wagon. He was going to get a pink Cadillac, he said. Pink Cadillac station wagon? He's going to blare that song. Mm. Pink Cadillac. No, you don't want to hear me sing. No. I don't even know what song it's singing. Uh, who sings that? Aretha Frank? No, it's not Aretha Frank. Something I old. Don't I don't know. Yes, thank you. You're replacing <laughs> Trevor. I, appreciate I felt the need. I felt the need. No one else was going to do it. I had to. Yeah. No. Speaking of which, I'm going to be another year older this weekend. So mm. maybe I am old. No, I'm not. Not old. As long as I'm not keep that, that old. I'm old enough. Why don't we talk about what we did in guns? Uh, what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. You notice how I segued right into that one after I got done talking about how old I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Stag 10, upper and lower combo. It's back in stock, $659. So this comes with the upper uh, uh, upper receiver assembly. It includes the Picatinny rail that's on the top, the dust cover. And also it has the installed forward assist. The Stag 10 lower uh, receiver includes installed lower parts kit. Um, the upper receiver has the DPMS high profile tang height of uh, 0.210. It uses the same barrel nut uh, thread as the DPMS and accepts DPMS barrels, uh, accepts stag, armalite, and DPMS um, um, bolt carrier groups, and also charging handles. The lower but receiver, not, will, but not but, the V2 charging handle or the V2 barrel. DPMS uh, made a, a different AR-10 that's got like uh, AR-15 sized components. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the barrel is the barrel f- extension is, uh, is is quite a bit smaller on their G2, and I think the charging handle is different as well. So if you're making a Stag 10, make sure you're not getting the G2 Get stuff. The right one. Yeah, that's not the right stuff. And there's yeah, this is again one of the, one of those areas with an AR-10 where you've got to watch out because there's a bunch of different uh, specs out there. There's yep. Uh, Armalite Air 10 to some parts, uh, DPMS parts, and then D- DPMS G2. Perfect. Uh, it goes on to say that the lower receiver will accept any standard DPMS magazine, buffer, and buffer spring. It will also work on Air 15 stock or any Sweet. Air 15 stock. So awesome. $659. That's not bad. 
it's uh, you're actually getting a, a whole bunch of the stuff you need in those. Up- yep. It's not just a straight stripped upper and lower. That's got a bunch of stuff in it. So yep. uh, you're getting a bunch of stuff you need and then, you know, pick a barrel, uh, whatever uh, barrel you want, whether it's an expensive, really nice one or an inexpensive one. Uh, or why bit, don't you uh, drop by International Barrels and say hi to Ryan and tell him to send you a barrel. I mean, the, the thing about a barrel is that the difference between like an okay, like mediocre barrel and like a really nice barrel is yeah. like 200 bucks. Yep. You're going to spend $200 on a barrel or $400 on a barrel and get a, a maze balls barrel. Get the maze balls barrel, right? Because that's where all the accuracy on these things comes from is, uh, is, a, is a really nice barrel. So that's the way I would go. It was, I would go, yeah, IBI barrel. 308, 65 Creed more. Maybe 65. I like 65. Hmm. We need more hair for that. Uh, and more flannel. <laughs> I need more flannel for that. Yes, you need more flannel, more hair. I mean, I could I could grow a, ma- a mustache and wax the tips on it, probably. Get a little no. bit more hipster for the 6.5 Creed more. No, don't do that. Yeah. No. Why don't you tell us what you did in guns this week, Adriel? I went and shot a three-gun match this Sweet. week. Sweet! How'd you and do? It was fun. It was muddy. Uh, I got first. Yay! Yeah, it was... Uh, and, and the thing is... This is like our first match of the year. I think I got first because uh, there's a bunch of other really good shooters there that had gun issues, you know, like stuff they've mucked with over the winter, or maybe they didn't like get it out and try it and kind of warm them, warm their guns up and and make sure that they're all reliable. So a bunch of the other really good shooters had uh, jams and that kind of thing. I didn't really. I had uh, had one double feed with my AR. Um, But other than that, everything else was good. So air was running fine. Yeah, except for the one double feed. Okay. I don't really know why it did that. I and I the thing is I cleared it too fast to even like pay attention to what was going on. Okay. Like I can't troubleshoot that kind of stuff in a match because I'm like ah he manning the the gun and <laughs> flinging it around until it works again. <laughs> did you videotape so, uh, it? I got head cam footage and third person, hey. and I comboed the two for the video so that you can kind of see. Uh, third person what's going on and head cam what's going on now my head cam i've been like i haven't really been happy with the footage i've been getting out of it and i've been like man i gotta get a new i gotta get a new gopro this uh i got like a fake one here this uh this xiaomi here and it's like mm, the quality's not very good but then i was like thinking about it and it's only bad when you move a lot and i was talking to uh a buddy of mine on uh, on discord and he's like, ah, oh, you know what? You probably need your your memory card probably just can't handle all the data. So you need yeah. a better memory card that handles more faster data. So I got a new card now it works fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, next time I'll, I'll I think I'm going to do the same thing. I, I really like the uh, third person at first. But what I might do next time is switch between the two mm-hmm. so that when uh, when the third person view is interesting, I'll go third person. And when the first person's interesting, I'll, I'll swap over to that one kind of cameraman is esque kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, first person is uh, is interesting um, when you're seeing like a, a new target array or something like that. Or if there's a jam, there's a, if there's a jam, it's interesting to kind of see, oh, you look down, what were, what were your uh, operations? Did you examine the port first before you started trying to caveman it and, and uh, tap rack, right? Yep. So that's what I did is I caveman and tap racked and I, so I, I induced the double feed in my AR and I could have, I don't know, done something else. <laughs> um, let's see here. 
Uh, it was a minimal movement match because of the mud and the snow okay. and because it's so early in the, in the How year. How many so. stages were there? Uh, four. Four stages. Four? Okay. Yeah, two shotgun, and- uh, which are, are really quick little shotgun stages. One stage on the 50 and one stage on the 100 meter. Okay. And what I did see, you you sent us, uh, so I knew that you came first, you sent us a snapshot of or a picture of how you placed, and you really smoked the other guys. You yeah, were... I had a good match. I had a, I had yep. a really good match. Yep. Uh, I ran those Solomon crossfires, speed crosses, speed crosses. I ran those things. Uh, they were waterproof. They're waterproof. I, I ran them in, like, mud, mud and water. And then my, my feet were wet, the whole, or not wet, dry. dry the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So all good. Usually I just wear rubber boots, but my rubber boots um, cause my feet to sweat because they're like neoprene and they soak in all the heat and then my feet get cold and sweaty and nasty. And Rosie Solomon's did a good job of breathing and uh, grip was better too. Good. My, uh, my rubber boots are kind of like, they've got a grip on the bottom, but not fantastic. Like uh, athletic running around or as, as athletic as I am. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I shot slugs through a full choke. You did. Mm-hmm. Now, are you under the impression that that's a bad thing or it's okay? I was under the impression that it was a bad thing. Some manufacturers say don't do it, right? Some of them say, yeah. hey, don't don't shoot slugs. So me, mo- modified choke only, but uh, mm-hmm. it'll work. It, at least it'll work in my shotgun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the uh, a lot of slug manufacturers. Uh, make their slugs in a way that they can be shot in up to a full uh, full choke, but it would like the accuracy is going to be terrible, right? We we're shooting at fifty yards, so I didn't really care. I didn't. Really I, didn't need, I needed the full choke for something else. Uh, we okay. were making some long range uh, shots on steel, uh, so I needed the full choke to keep my bird shot nice and tight. Turns out I didn't really need it. I could have just run modified. Oh, whatever. Okay. It worked. Yeah. Uh, and my pistol was all good. So I think I'm going to run that shadow two for the rest of the year. It's, uh, you think so? yeah, yeah. The weight was really good. Uh, the trigger pull is really short. And there was a couple times when I was shooting the pistol where it's like, mm, mm. yep, this is better. Okay. This is better than the Glock. And now with the magwell, it just, it just eats everything. So. Have you looked at the have you looked at the frame still? You're inspecting every time you run with it? No. No, okay. I'll look at it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you got to clean it really well, right? So if I take yeah. it out to a match and I shoot uh I don't know how many rounds, 50 rounds, uh 60 rounds kind of a thing in a match, like that's not enough to I need, I need to like run a lot of rounds through that thing and then check it out because the people that I know had that had the, the frames crack on those things, it was right around 10,000 rounds, 20,000 no, rounds kind of a thing. You're not even, you know, you're not close to that. I'm getting there. I'm getting Are there. You? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. that I, I've done a lot of practicing with that thing uh, 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 during the winter. That's, that's the gun I was using to shoot through those uh, uh, pistol matches with. Hmm, okay. um, yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm going to keep shooting it, which means like I don't it. know. If, I don't really know if I need the Glock now, the Glock 34. So I might, I might sell that. I've also got a Glock 17 I don't really need. Hmm. And a bunch of other stuff I don't really need. I need to like move some guns. Welcome to Slimefire Radio's Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Trevor has to come on too. I think he was talking about selling some stuff too. Yeah, making some room for uh, for truck payments. Yes. <laughs> and oh, I got car payments because I got a car too. <laughs> yeah, everybody's getting yeah. new cars. Yeah. Uh, 
And then this came in the mail. So I did a review of some Nanook cases and they sent me the Nano 3, which is like their smallest big case. They have like the nano sizes which ones, which are small. small. These are so, like meaty, beefy size, but still too small do? for a pistol, I think. What are you going to put in there? <laughs> they sent it to me without me like thinking of, uh, you know, sandwich. Oh, I, it's perfect for my phone. See, check that out. I could just, I could put my phone in this thing and it would be very well padded mm -hmm. or I could leave it in my pocket and not care. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably do that one. My phone's waterproof too. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to use it for. Uh... Kids take it to school as a lunchbox. <laughs> this is the, uh, yeah, your lunch is, is going to be fine when you get to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very reliable, very beefy, uh, lunchbox and very identifiable too. It's cool. It's yellow. Yeah. Well, they asked me what there. color I wanted and I wanted the same as my other, my other pistol case there, the yellow one. Yellow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think that's about it for me. I'm just kind of deciding on whether to continue the the 22 shooting this weekend i might uh might head out and do two days of 22 shooting how much uh, do you think you yeah. still have left uh i think i probably like two thousand rounds still left uh, okay so yeah. it's gonna be at least two days at least two days Maybe yeah i think i can do two thousand in two days but those are long days yep. of shooting yep i did all the merlin 795 shooting um, yeah how'd that go or do you want to wait till the I was I was a little bit disappointed with the accuracy out of it, but I think that's like I was I've I've been shooting bolt action precision rim fires and to yep. go to a twenty-two. I thought I thought it would be closer. I thought like maybe I'll I'll get a load that's like really close to it and it'll be just as good. And no. no. <laughs> that, that was not the case. <laughs> the uh the Nareko and the uh the Ruger Precision Rimfire uh, shot better than the Marlin on every kind of <laughs> every kind of ammo, right. pretty much, except for that that federal stuff that the Ruger didn't like. But uh, no, yeah, no, not even close. That was like spraying and praying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll go shoot some twenty twos this weekend. And I'm not quite sure. Uh, what about you? I went to the range finally. I went on Sunday. I went and took a couple of new shooters. Uh, guy from work, so he bid on a United Way thing yes i know united way let's not go there uh he um bid on um me taking somebody to the range so for two people it was two people so he bought it for his son and his daughter i thought they were twins they're not twins one's 23 the daughter's 23 and the son it was 15 or is 15 well actually technically he turned 16 yesterday so i guess he was 15 at the time when he was shooting uh took them to the range and they got to try uh, pistols they've never shot pistols before the daughter she had shot uh through her weight once before but that's it uh the son had shot a 12 gun a 12 gauge shotgun that's about it so they got to um try out the mmp i took out um 22 pist caliber pistol as well as um nine millimeters so they didn't get to shoot they didn't get to shoot uh 45 uh, ACP or anything else or 357. It was just just the basics. So We're not they, missing anything. Yeah. I think most people, you know, uh, the depth on one is better than like a whole, right. like bringing out like 20 firearms for them. Right. So they got, uh, they started off with a 22, then they moved up to uh, the CZ. 
and they really, really liked that one. And then they also got to try the Glock and they decided that they liked the CZ best. And then they were able to, uh, to shoot a 12 gauge shotgun. So they brought out a Benelli for them to try out. And so it's pump action. And then they, um, uh, the dad brought also his shotgun as well that he had just bought, like it was still in the box. So they got to try that out and they really enjoyed that. And then uh, I gave them my maple seed rifle, which they really, really enjoyed. And then they also gave them a uh, the Ruger uh, Precision Ripfire as well. And they didn't like that so much. Um, and then I said, okay, and we're going to end the day in a great way. So I gave them the ACR to, to shoot. They all really, really enjoyed it. So they had a great you time. Know, I, I, the thing that's interesting about new shooters is that they can identify usable guns, like high, high, ergon, highly ergonomic firearms, yep. right? So the yep. fact that they preferred the Shadow over the Glock, or they preferred yep. the uh, that your ten twenty two, it's like, yeah, those are ergonomic pistols that are great to shoot. Yep, that's based everything that I like. They really liked, um, just because it was simple, easy. The, they really, really enjoyed, they were both really good pistol shooters, by the way. They really enjoyed the um, CZ because of the fact that it was heavy and it brought them basically back to where they were aiming again right away. So and I the ran trigger's it, fantastic. And the too. trigger's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what I did was I did the standard. So I familiarized them with the guns, uh, gave them the opportunity to pick them up, um, practice uh, pulling the trigger back, and then I... I I prepped a magazine for them, so I gave them one round. They shot that just to get the feel of it, and then I gave them three and then five. And so they felt comfortable, and by the time we did so they were shooting the ACR, which they loved, um, but then we went back, and they said they would like to shoot a couple of more uh, rounds of pistols, so we started shooting pistols again. We were there for almost four hours. Whoa, so. that's long. <laughs> yeah. like that, that includes familiarization, though, right? Yeah, I it was did, like, familiarization. It didn't feel like four hours for them. They they loved it. They helped me set up and tear down as well because of the fact that um, I'm the only one there and I had to wait for them and then sign them in. And so the mm -hmm. four hours included set up and tear down as well. So it was fun. I really really enjoyed it, and uh, I got to shoot as well after. Uh, so it was fun. Just had no problems with my 1022. Remember I told you I had to replace the extractor on it. Yes. No. Yes. Yep. I remember. Yep. yep. Okay. So I had no problems, no extraction issues on it whatsoever. It's it's firing great, and also uh, I was using that ammo, the X metal, a 147 grain X metal, the mm -hmm. nine millimeter that I had some issues with. I thought it was the CZ Shadow. Maybe that I had to replace the springs in the CZ Shadow, but I don't because I was just having the same issues with the Glock as well. So it's what was, what was the what was the issue? So um, so uh, basically, um, you'd pull the trigger and nothing had happened. You'd have it's almost like a light primer strike. Was so, it out of out of battery? Was a slide slightly nope. to the rear? Nope, just wouldn't fire. So it, I'd have to pull the trigger twice and then it'd, it'd fire. So I was having it both with the CZ Shadow and I was having it with the um, block. With a clock, hard primer. Hard Man, that's primer. weird. That's yeah. weird. So I thought originally it was the spring, uh, the springs on the CZ Shadow, but it's not. It's it's the ammo. It's not the guns. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, good practice ammo, right? <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> you know, it's not a bad thing to have ammo. That's uh, that's fine. Otherwise, but every once in a while, it just it just doesn't fire, and it gives you a type one. Is it type one click? I don't know. One of those. Yeah. It was fine. I just it happened. I don't know, six or seven times. They said, "Try it again." And that's it. A, that's enough to be a, a, a respectable ball and dummy drill. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> you get, it. You get to see so, the right? Oh, did you see that? Uh, I I meant to do that. I gave you guys yeah. ammo. That was like, yeah. So <laughs> we did that. It was exactly that we were. So they were um, shooting the shadow. Yeah, and uh, it was down into down into the left. And I'm going, okay. You're anticipating the flinch. We could we can see it. And so when mm -hmm. there was a, a round that came through that didn't actually go off, you could see the the flinch. So I said, okay, just so we. It was exactly that. I said, okay, um, slow and steady pull back you know, one, 1,000 to 1,000 and the shooting improved after that. So they could, they could see it. So it was good. It was a good learning experience for them. Sweet. Yeah. They want to come, they want to come back. Uh, there's somebody else at work that was asking if I'd take uh, his daughter and his wife out. So I said, sure, let me know. We're going to look at some dates. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Great way of getting new people in and, and getting more, more supporters. Yeah, that's exactly it. What else did I do? Oh, did you have a chance to watch this sh uh, video with Jordan and Trevor? Jordan, Jordan I watched Vanderpart? parts of it. I, I like kind of skipped back and forth on it. Yeah. Well, I watched the whole thing, so it was really good. Uh, Jordan Bonaparte is, he was on two weeks ago, was it? I think two weeks ago. He was from the Nighttime yeah, Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two weeks, yeah. So he was uh, down in Halifax with Trevor or Trevor was down there with Jordan and they went to the range and they used the two. So they used the, the shotgun and they also used the rifle that were going to be used in the, mm -hmm. um, the shopping mall massacre that did not happen, thankfully. And uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a good video to watch. I posted it on the Facebook page, so everybody should go over there and have a look at it. But Jordan, Jordan has a better understanding about the fact that, it probably wouldn't have been a massacre because uh, just loading the loading the rifle and uh, because it was a lever action as well and the kick to both not only the rifle but the uh, shotgun as well. The shotgun was it had a little bit of a kick to it, so he goes, "Oh, yeah!" He fired one, and he goes, "I don't know if he was prepared for it." Oh, <laughs> 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 so Trevor said, "Okay, so you got twenty-five shells here." He goes, do you think you'll do all? He goes, no. <laughs> One, maybe two. But it's a good video to watch. Um, yeah, go on over and watch it. And also tune into the nighttime podcast as well, because it's very interesting stuff. I was listening to the uh, podcast with Trevor was on it last week. So it's uh, he's giving his expertise on. on I mean, the podcast is probably fantastic other than that one episode then. Uh, the podcast is fantastic. It's all over the place, though. He talks about uh, he talks about crime. He talks about missing people. He talks about uh, shootings. Uh, he talks about uh, aliens. He talks about cool. yeah, Oak Island. I think that's how Trevor caught on to him. The whole Oak Island thing. So I like it. I enjoy it. I'm a I'm a Patreoni with him now. Cool. Yeah. So the last thing I've been doing, and I'm maybe we should, I don't know, we'll do it now instead of an upcoming events. Uh, the last thing I've been doing is every evening, we've been working on Maple Seed, uh, firming things up like the schedule. So everything is pretty much firmed up. 
and we're going to be looking at opening up registrations for our events for the whole entire year. I think, I think we're going to release them all at once. So we should be sending out notifications soon. So sign up and I get about 20 to 30 emails a day about, are you having an event soon? So I've been answering those as well. So spending a lot of time at the, uh, at the three gun match, I had a couple of people saying like, when's this maple seed thing going on? Like, I want to get on that. So a lot of demand for it. Mm. We will be at Chaz. A couple times. Whether they can get in or not. (laughs) We're doing a ladies seed there as well. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been negotiating with a couple of ranges because of the fact they wanted us. We uh, have to say it. There's more demand than there is capability right now. So I apologize to those that we can't get to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And we're hoping that that will change within the next year to two years that we be able to have more, more localized events as well. So like, for example, um, Adriel, this, is, this is your what? Like third year? This is our Third year, Four. third, third year. This, this, so like this just, is, we're, we're going into our third year. I think yeah, it's so, important to like keep the the scale of this in mind, right? This is your third year, right? Um, you guys are doing a ton of events. <laughs> like year, a this boatload year of like events. We're going to be doing fifty, bit fifty, like fifty. So imagine like you and some buddies uh, um, taking on a new thing that doesn't exist in Canada. <laughs> And uh, by your third year, you're going to do 50 across the country. Correct. This across is like incredible uh, yeah. uh, how how far you guys are, are taking this. So, um, yeah. but but make sure you get lots of IOTs and uh, and other trainers going so that you guys don't yeah. burn out. Because as as incredible as you guys are doing right now at this pace, you guys will burn out on it. So that's why we're really um, we're pushing. We're we're pushing. Uh, for involvement, we're going to be really recruiting uh, this year with respect to instructors. So if you shoot a rifleman score, expect us to to ask you to be a, an instructor. Um, Just put in the fine print. If, yeah. By the way, if you score a rifleman, <laughs> uh, you're signed up as an IOT. So, <laughs> so you know. we have great instructors in all across the country, um, but uh, we would like them to become full instructors so that uh, so again, it's just, uh, Mario, uh, Rick, Kevin, myself, and Stacy, uh, that are, uh, senior instructors. So what that means is one or two of us, two of us really, uh, although we are doing some events with one senior instructor and the rest are instructors in training. So that means that right now we still have to go to the, all of these events. So for having 50 events, that means that us, we have to be there, um, Next year, what we're looking at is, again, us, but maybe only one of us going at a time uh, to these events. And then our instructors will be uh, more more better. The support. The support. Yeah. And you guys will you be guys... able to just hand over most of that stuff. You'll be there in a yeah. supervisory role, and everyone else yeah. will be just doing the stuff. We will be in a supervisory role. That's it. You can buy us drinks later. We would love that. But we'll just go and hang out and supervise you guys are doing you all know what would be interesting is if you guys had stashes across the country of enough kit to go out with so 
that's the other thing that we've been kind of talking about. Uh, so we have our trailer and we have the trailer here, but it'd be nice to be able to have a trailer in Alberta uh, or Saskatchewan and an, a more centralized location and have one in um, Eastern Canada as well. But we are also doing shoot boxes as well. So we're going to prepare a box and mail it out to uh, the range and mm-hmm. it'll be there for us when we meet, when we get there. Yeah. So, I mean, like there's targets, there's like a target string, but like pfft, a lot of this stuff is like dollar store stuff, right? It's just a matter of having yeah. it all yeah, and knowing we'll... how to use it, knowing how to deploy it. <laughs> yeah. We're really low budget. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. made, I made one of those dollar store t- uh, target strings for my 22 testing. And it was amazing because I got 10 targets on a line uh, yep. super quick, right? Yep. Super quick to replace, put new ones up. Yeah. yeah. And that, that whole system that we didn't come up with that first we had that this is another revolution and great artists steal yeah good artists copy great artists steal so we stole an idea but we reformatted it so it works better Mm -hmm. so so it's more better still not bulletproof though no it's not yeah no it's not well some people shoot through it like tim cross now down in the US. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why don't we talk about upcoming events? Because I'm all done with what I did in Guns This Week. Do you want to talk about Three Guns and then I'll talk yeah. about the uh, New Brunswick Sportsman Show? Yeah, I'll talk about Three Gun. Uh, okay. Berta. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what it is. The last three gun match uh, in the country was at Chaz. Um, that was last weekend. The next three gun in Canada is also at Chaz, <laughs> April thirteenth. Uh, also April thirteenth, uh, Lethbridge will be running a three gun match at the CCSC. BTSA okay. will be running a match uh, on April fourteenth. Actually, I don't know if that's a match or if that's a practice, but April fourteenth. Uh, Grand Prairie is going to be running a match on April twentieth, as well as Lakeland three gun. BTSA Multigun is April 28th. Medicine Hat is May 4th. Uh, oh, wait, we got one that's not Alberta. Northwest 3 Gun will be at Houston. You might as well be in Alberta, though, or Northern that's, BC, because that's like it's say, basically separated <laughs> from, like, it would be faster to get there from Alberta than it would be from Lower Mainland. Uh, oh, that's more, uh, May 4th. Uh, May 4th as well. There will be another match at Lakeland 3 Gun. And then BTSA on May 5th. So, uh, Berta. Berta is where you want to be for your three gun. I was I was thinking about, like, um, I was wondering if there are more three gun shooters here than there are Ipsic shooters. I think there's about 400 or 500 Ipsic shooters. I'm not sure on three gun. Like, our matches are about 70 shooters, and they fill up like, like that. Like quickly. Uh, yeah, so I bet we've got... 120 to 150 shooters in the Edmonton area here. There's probably a similar number in Calgary and then Peace River and Lethbridge and Medicine Hat probably have about 30 to 50 each. So we're probably, we're probably there. We probably have more three gun shooters here than, uh, than M6 shooters. Yeah. You, and you also have more three gun running than across matches. Oh yeah. 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 There's uh, every, uh, there's an average of, um, Four a month, four mm-hmm. plus a month. I thought I, I calculated this. It was like two events a weekend or something like that. You can go, you can shoot three gun every weekend, pretty much. If you, yeah, just want to, you just have to drive a little bit, maybe. 
or stay not home. not bad though like you gotta drive for all this stuff if i was gonna shoot ipsic i could go to phoenix which is close uh but yep. they only do like a couple of matches a year after that i have to drive to Tabor. Uh, Bonneville's running one or two matches this year. That's a short drive for me at uh, two and a half hours. Um, I think Grand Prairie is running one. That's five hours for me. They're all like three to five hours drive from from me. And, and I'm I'm kind of central. I'm central Alberta, kind of Edmonton. Um, if you're in Calgary, there's probably more options for for Ipsic. Yeah. Anyways. Nothing about Ipsic and three gun. Although that was fun. You're talking about driving three hours. I'm going. <sighs> I remember my last Calgary drive. <laughs> Forty-five hours. Did I tell you about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, your starting position was a little bit different, and yeah. you you took the milk run too. I did, or we yeah. did. Yeah, there was a couple stops along the way that you guys had there. Well, I had one overnight, and that was it. Me first. Did you guys drive straight to Calgary? No, you guys did matches on the way, didn't you? Yeah, we drove straight. Oh my god. Is it 45 like, hours to drive? Yeah, 45 hours from my place. And somebody was driving, somebody was navigating, somebody was sleeping in the back seat. 45 hours. You also have to take into account time change. So that was why it was 45 hours. Did you did you pass like a dateline or something like that as well? <laughs> Which we went a day in there. Three time zones. <laughs> Two time zones, three time zones, three. Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to be talking about an event. Uh, one of our listeners, Luke uh, Gooden, he uh, sent me a message and said, Kelly, can you put this on? I said, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. So the New Brunswick Sportsman Show is happening uh, tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, and it's going to be happening at the Moncton Coliseum. So uh Go on by the CCFR booth and say hello to Luke Godin and some of our other listeners as well. Go over there and say hi to them and go and get a CCFR uh, membership as well. And say thank you very much for protecting our rights or trying to protect our rights. And if you're in the Calgary area, head on down to the Calgary Is that happening? show this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. That's this weekend. It's big. Yeah, that it's was huge. a big one. Big old warehouse. Good, good Jillian things to look at. That's the one you lined up for hours at, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I didn't line up for four hours. I don't think it was four hours. Maybe it was. I can't remember. All I remember is showing up early and like the guys I was going with, they're like, we got to get there early. I'm like, you guys are crazy. What are you talking about? And we got there and it's like ungodly early. And I'm like, oh man, what are we even doing here? And there was a pretty decent lineup. <laughs> And it just got longer. And it, by the time the doors open, I took a look and it was like, oh, good thing we got here early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matthew and Trevor are going to be hosting a Furlachi Fundamentals and Beyond Fundamentals. They put the mental in fundamental uh, and the fun in fundamental. Probably not. Uh, on May 4th and 5th at the Thomaston Corner Shooting Range near Fredericton. Fredericton Fredericton, New Brunswick, somewhere in New Brunswick. Well it's all the same place. It's yep. in Newfoundland. Uh, to register or for more information, please email slamfireradio at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, I'm still choking, but oh well. On to new gun stuff. Yeah. Calgary Shooting Center has, uh, now I gotta, I gotta share my screen on this thing because okay. it, is, it is just the weirdest looking thing that you've ever seen. One second. The thing there shares my screen. No, not that one. That one. 
and then take a look at this weird thing. So it's it's this thing right here. It mounts to the dust cover to the rail on the bottom, and it is a compensator. So they call it a standoff device or something like that. Look at that! So, Just kind of like sits over the front of your gun. Isn't that weird? It is. So it's got yeah. So it's it's got cutouts, but it's also got yeah. kind of a comp on there. So. I don't know how effective the comp is, but uh, it's very neat. And you could install this without any modifications to your Glock. Okay. But I think this would ruin trying to find a holster for it. Yep. Uh, and uh, I, again, I'm not sure about how effective it actually would be compared to a, a threaded barrel with a brake on it. Right. But it reduces the flipperosity. And it's pretty neat like it's a pretty neat concept um again I don't, I don't think i would use one but it's a super neat concept and a, and a really interesting way of uh of doing a glock okay what do you got next mystic precision has a write-up on shooting 1200 yards with the bcl 102 but that's that's the use as the title but it's kind of a bait and switch because it's like saying, uh, oh, yeah, zero to uh, I, I did a quarter mile in a, in a Honda Civic in, in, you know, 13 seconds. Uh, it had a turbo and nitrous and uh, funny car wheels. And oh, by the way, I, I actually just removed the engine entirely and put a different one because this BCL is like super modified. Uh, they ran a, a McGowan, uh, McGowan, 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 McGowan barrel uh, with a bolt that was hand fitted. For headspace just to that barrel really uh and installed this is jerry from mystic precision that uh he did the write-up i'm not sure if he did the rifle or, or what the thing was there uh ran it in six five creed more and uh lo and behold put an amazeball uh, amazeballs barrel onto an air 10 with a with a bolt that's hand fitted to the barrel extension and it's they're pretty accurate weird weird mm. yeah so <laughs> but they were shooting it out to 1200 yards right so that's uh that's yeah, pretty interesting true. Yeah, I wonder what the whole thing cost. Uh, and then God. Tenda, Tenda has a couple of pistols here for sale. I just wanted to mention one of them was they had Beretta 92S surplus pistols for $430. So if you really like the Beretta 92 look, and uh, I think the S has that stupid heel magazine release. One second, let me take a look here. I uh, can't see from that angle. It's got the little tab on Yes, it's got the heel magazine release. So not something to run a three-gun or Ipsic match with, but uh, if you want an inexpensive Beretta 92, that's still a Beretta 92, um, check those out. Bucks. 430 bucks. Mm, gotta love that deal. Mm. Uh, and then they had something... Oh, I, I really like Walther P1s. I really like them. Uh, I think they're like such a, a cool... Uh, operating system on them and uh, uh, just a just a decent grip and all that kind of stuff for uh, essentially like a pretty old pistol. Yeah. Uh, they have some unissued ones. Really? $5.99. Hmm. I'm not... I don't really have a lot of mill serps right now and I don't really care to collect stuff, but... Mm. That might be one that you might want to collect. But if I buy it and then I shoot it, it's no longer like unissued because <laughs> it was issued to me and by a PS I shot it a bunch. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. So what are you going to yeah. do? Maybe I should sell my Glock 34 and my Glock 17 and buy one of these because they're really neat. Maybe. 
I don't know. Maybe not. I don't really need anything in the safe. I didn't need to, I need to like clear a bunch of space out, make some room for, for some more review guns that uh, people want to know about that there aren't really good reviews for online. I got to do that. And Anyways. Then, and then maybe buy this. Yeah, and then maybe buy that. Yeah. yeah. There's always those little pockets on the safe door. You can just, you can yeah. stuff a pistol in there and it doesn't take yeah. up hardly any space, right? It's not very big at all. Yeah. It's yeah. not big and chunky. Yeah. It's slim. It'll fit in it's there. It's a tiny, it's a tiny little Millsurf gun. How many mags does it come with? Does it come with two mags? Oh, I don't know. Just say yes. Eight round magazine capacity comes with one original. Mm, mm, I don't know. That $600 is all of a sudden too expensive for me. Deal breaker? Yeah, good thing. I know I just need to make an excuse not to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only one mag. Oh, I need at least five to run Ipsic. So, sorry. You're not going to be using it for Ipsic. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be production, right? Production legal? Yeah, maybe. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta, they gotta have the Walther P1 in there. I don't think so. Probably not. All right. Why don't we talk about our main topic tonight? We uh, we were thinking about it. Trevor's getting a new truck, or maybe I should have let him say that. Uh, you got a brand new car last night mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So you want to introduce what we were talking about tonight for main topic? Going to and from the range? <laughs> kind of. How kind you load of. guns? Which vehicles are best for range trips? Best range vehicles other than tanks which would of course be the well, best if you had like like a bump everything yeah yeah eh, ride quality out there would probably be really bad but you can ride over everything yes you can and you could go down range and, and set up your targets and it doesn't matter how muddy it is no that's true mm. uh, well, why don't we talk about uh, like uh, what kind of vehicles we've used to go to the range which which vehicles were best for best suited for it um I'll, I'll, I'll talk about uh, about mine. My okay. range is uh, 50 minute drive. Yep. Uh, so there's 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 some kilometers involved there. So something with a little bit of highway, like better highway mileage, is yeah. a good thing because uh, because you're going to be using. Uh, that should be easy to figure out. Let's call it 100 kilometers, five liters, ten bucks, ten bucks there, ten bucks back, kind of a thing in terms of gas. Uh, yeah. If you've got like a really fuel efficient car or. 20 and 20 if if you don't have a fuel efficient car so yeah. if i had an a, like a regular vehicle that wasn't very fuel efficient i would be spending 20 dollars gas there 20 back and that's kind of where i was with the the jeep patriot actually so that's like a, a compact suv kind of a thing the advantages with that fold down the rear seats stack in as much guns and junk as you want to kind of a thing in there yeah. um Disadvantages: you fold it down the back seat and you stuffed as many guns and stuff in there and people can see. Yeah. And people like, yeah, you've got that happening. And as well, if you were to, let's say you, you keep one of those seats up and you run a third person in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, now you, you also, it's like a big open cabin area in the back and you've got like heavy tins of ammo and a bunch of heavy stuff that if you got in an accident, I'm probably going to brain someone like your yeah. big uh, ammo tin full of like that's 50 pounds with ammo in it. It's probably yeah. going to kill someone in an accident, right? If you've got yeah. that unstrapped down kind of sitting in the back. So I think like that's a, another disadvantage of one of those hatchbacks is uh, flying, <laughs> flying debris in an accident would uh, probably kill someone. Um, so, yeah. So I have a car. So I, I lock a lot of my stuff in the trunk 
uh, and I have a 60 um, a 60 40 seat as well where I can put one side down and uh, put um, rifle cases that are bigger through if I need to I don't generally have to do that my cases can generally sit in the back and or the trunk and I can go sideways yeah. yeah I can close the trunk and nobody sees it and travel but the bad part about it the bad part about that is there's not as much room as let's say a truck or an SUV good mm -hmm. thing about it is I can if you're not supposed to if I need to I can stop along the way and pick something up and not have to worry about people well, I mean yeah my car or that that's going to happen with you know hunting rifles and that kind of thing going out to the range or or, or heading out you'll you'll be traveling with them and, and to put them in a, a locked trunk is secure and is not a super inviting uh target for theft because yeah. there's nothing visible right or the stuff that's visible inside the car is like other nonsense right like bags and uh, yeah I have my bags in the back seat range bins and that kind or of thing mats or what about so what are the like Trevor's going to be getting a truck. So what's the pluses and minuses of getting a truck? Uh, on like unstoppable amounts of room. I've got a, uh, a cart for a three gun, mm -hmm. like a, a shooting cart. It's a baby cart that's been retrofitted for a three gun. The only realistic way of using something like that is if you have a pickup truck, because that, that would take up the trunk in most, in most vehicles in my Jeep. Yeah. That would be like the, the entire cargo space. Um, in a pickup truck, it's just another thing sitting in the box and uh, no problem. You just keep adding a bunch of stuff on there, right? Uh, if uh, a lot of the pickup trucks these days have like big crew cabs in them, yeah, so you can sure. fit five full grown adults in those things. And you've got the box for like as long as your guns are padded well in uh, good quality cases, like uh, Nook Nook. cases, yeah, uh, they're going to be fine in the back. So you can you can run just a pile in the box of the truck and drive out to the range. And, you know, if you've got to go through some gravel roads like I do, as long as your cases are dust proof, you don't have to worry about your guns getting that like grime heading into the uh, uh, cases and that kind of thing on, on your drive over. Uh, I would say like the disadvantages to a truck is that the fuel mileage is, is not going to be as Horrible. good. Yeah. 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 Um, some of the some of the newer ones have OK fuel mileage on, on some of them. Um, and if you stop anywhere, you got to take all these guns, take them out of the box of the truck and put them into the cab of the truck so you can lock it up or you can lock it up with like a, a tonneau cover or something like that. Right. I don't think those are as secure. I don't think those are as, as secure as like putting it in the vehicle. No. Um, but then like you're, <laughs> you got an A&W or something like that. And you're taking a bunch of gun cases out of the box of a truck to put it into the cab. Like anyone with eyeballs is going to be able to see what's going on there. Right. Yeah. So there's that to think about. But if you if you and a bunch of buddies get in a pickup truck and drive out to a match, you can save a bunch of money because there's only one person driving and not three or four. Uh, yeah. And you can just put all the guns in there. And the, like trucks are comfortable to ride in They're They're they've generally got pretty comfy seats and you can do those road trips uh, uh, pretty comfortably. Yeah. Now another downside is everybody's going to call you when they need to move. So <laughs> that's the disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I got this washing machine. <laughs> I need, to, need to go bring it out. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll get, I'll do you one better then. Okay. The, the ultimate range vehicle uh, is a, a Dodge Caravan. Why? Do you, oh, why? 
all the people you want to want to take to to the range, you can put into Dodge Caravan. I've taken seven people out to the range before in my caravan. Yep. Um, the guns will fit in the little car cargo area in the back there. If you get a Grand Caravan, it's got about I don't know a couple feet of uh, cargo space in the back, and some gun cases will go right underneath the underneath seats. The seats. Yep. Yep. Okay. So you can. I've taken seven people and like five guns and ammo and all that kind of stuff, and just it all goes into the minivan. And it all heads out there. And the gas mileage is pretty good. Uh, you won't pick up any chicks on the way. Uh, <laughs> it won't be. Lo it won't look very cool. It's a tactical soccer van. <laughs> but uh, very inexpensive and uh, pretty comfortable to ride in too, right? Like a, a, a minivan is uh, is a decent vehicle to to kind of head around in. No, not really. No. No. But they're like they're the, the seats are comfortable and it's a big cube. <laughs> <laughs> Cube. not as what? cool as a pickup truck you know what the thing is though if i pull out my rear seats i've got the i've got the floor space of a pickup truck's bed in, the back, right. of the, in the back of that van and it's enclosed yes. so i don't have to i don't need a tonneau cover i've got the space that i could like you know leave rifles in there or whatever and uh you know but with a truck, you aren't limited to the space itself. So for if, so if you're somebody who does props, three gun, um, PRS, whatever, you can load up the back of it with all kinds of different props and and help with stage setup. You can't yeah. do stage setup with a minivan. Nope. <laughs> no, not without your wife getting really mad at you. <laughs> we we. We took a Jeep Patriot uh, on the road trip out west and also out east. And we're going to do that probably again this year as well. It's not the best with respect to room. It works for three people. But if you put four people in that plus all of your equipment, we generally put the guns in the, the Jeep as opposed to putting it into the um, trailer trailer we like we don't like it uh sloshing around in the trailer although most of the stuff in there is pretty tied down or there's not much room in there um so the jeep the jeep works um maybe a little bit bigger of an suv would have been nice as well to give us a little bit more room but it worked for three people four people not going to work at all yeah yeah i think yeah. it's a it's a matter of sizing it correctly for for the amount of people and uh and kind of what you need I think, yeah, like, per, like, per, I was, I was thinking about this because, uh, I was looking at a vehicle and, uh, well, Trevor was talking about his, uh, trucks there and I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, do I need a pickup truck? I mean, they're, they're pretty inexpensive these days. You can, you can get a, like an F-150 or something like that for okay pricing. But, uh, I, I go to the range with five guns and I usually have one or two passengers max kind of a thing. Right. Uh, and I can do that in, I was doing that in the Jeep. I would never, uh, for the cargo space, I would never be like above the seat level. I'd never be packing it to the roof because it's like packing it to the roof and I got to unpack it. It's kind of a pain in the butt. So like given this, the cargo space that I needed there, like a trunk would be the same thing for me and a regular car would get like much better fuel mileage. So that's, that's why I was think that's why I thought car instead of, uh, another, uh, Jeep Patriot or something. So like tell that, us right? what you ended up purchasing last night. <clears throat> uh, Kia car that was inexpensive <laughs> you don't uh, happy about that though i just don't care i just wanted something reliable that i could put a ton of miles on that <clears throat> would have really good fuel mileage and uh yeah and that's all i cared about fuel mileage but also be able to carry all your crap yeah yeah the trunk on this thing is like 
decent. It's a forte. It's got a decent trunk. It's got Android auto. So you can like plug it in and it'll play podcasts and that kind of thing. And you can yell at it and tell it to do stuff and it'll do it. So I need a new car. You could do that with a navigator. If you have a navigator, you just yell at them. Say, Hey, play some podcasts. <laughs> hey, navigator. <laughs> Wake up. You're supposed to be keeping me awake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this thing uh, keeps me in the lane automatically. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if so I like, tried you can, take, you can take a little nap. A little cat nap. Oh. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> On the way out to those matches, we got to drive like five hours. Five hours. Have a nap yeah. along the day. Cruise control, lane guidance, take a cat nap. Right. Originally, <laughs> when we were talking about this, we started talking about trunk guns. And then we said, talk, everybody's getting cars. Why don't we talk about cars or trucks and what's most beneficial for us to go to the well, range? Uh, do you do a trunk gun? No, I'm in the city. I, I, the other reason I don't do trunk guns is because of the fact of where I work every day. I'm not allowed on the property with any type of firearms. So I have to make mm-hmm. sure everything is out of my, my trunk. So no, um, I don't do any. Yeah. Do you- if I was out in the countryside, I would, but I'm also in the city and I just don't see the need. I think, you know, uh, someone steals my car or something like that. Now it's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I left a WK-180 in the back there. Uh, uh, what? It's kind of an AR-15. There's a couple of mags in there too somewhere. It's like, oh, that's... I, I wouldn't want to have that conversation with the police and like, you're going to find it. Here's a picture of it. It's, uh, yeah, it's very nice, high quality. It's for my website, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to have that conversation. And uh, my realistic, like, uh, possibility of um, you know being able to use that thing for something versus it just being a pain in the butt and being in the way and me wanting to throw something silly in the trunk and it being in the way is is uh, too high. I mean, right. like it, per- personally, I, I probably wouldn't concealed carry either if it was legal here in Canada, just because I just don't need to. I'm not in a dangerous part of the city. I can appreciate that other people would want to, and I like support that. Uh, I would support them. Um, I wouldn't myself. I mean, um, my wallet is, uh, have you seen my wallet? It's like a, it's a, it's a FedEx envelope that it's been folded down. So it's like this thin because all it's got is cards in it. I, and that's because I, I will not carry a wallet around because I hate having lots of stuff in my person, in my pockets. My keys are like minimalized. I don't have like a big keychain or anything like that. So for like me to say like, oh yeah, I, I, I cut everything else down, but I would, I'd totally like, uh, concealed carry a pistol is like no nah, i wouldn't <laughs> no but i support everyone else's ability to do ability so to do that i, and I would yeah go ahead oh, i was just saying I, like i i would if it was legal i would carry a 22 pistol and go grow something with it that's the only use i could like that, that i'd be like yeah i want to do that right the last last week's show i mentioned it a little bit but from when uh, Jordan Bonaparte was on. I listened to all five of the podcasts that he had with Lindsay on it, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Like, I'm totally supportive of anybody who wants to conceal carry. If they want to do it, go ahead. Would I do it? I don't know. But then I thought about it after her and what she said with respect to no, you, Kelly. I'm thinking to myself, Kelly, you're the target. You that were she the target that because after. because she was talking about you. Yeah, so I'm going, there's no way in hell that I'm going to go and just sit there and lay down. And do you know what I mean? So I would like to be able to protect myself. Now, that being said, I've also gone and done some courses where I, if I'm not armed, I can 
probably protect myself as well, or if I need to. So yeah. I advocate for that. I, I, I mean, um, if the mass, if mass shootings and stabbings and that kind of thing continue to be an issue, I think what's going to happen is that people are going to be training themselves or at least getting the idea that uh, attacking the attacker is the better option. Like one yeah. of the reasons why um, uh, hijacking an airliner these days would be a really risky proposition for a terrorist is because as soon as people see you doing that, people are going to try to stop you because they realize if they don't stop the hijacker, they might fly the airplane into something, right? Right. So I think uh, it's this whole evolution, like we're getting really, really off topic, but this, this whole evolution, I was thinking about writing into Jordan as well. There's people that are writing in and they're writing love letters to this woman. And then they're also, it's kind of like, we're seeing more and more of it. And there's a type of person that's yep. doing more and more of it. So. Oh, the, uh, the line, the, the, um, really squirrel off in the woods <laughs> place I was at was um, I think more people will start to fight back or start to see that they right. have to fight back so, the um, the mass shooter in, in New Zealand if two or more if two or more people decide to fight back and, and attack that guy that from opposing angles he would have been toast it would have been stopped right there right. And I think that there was, uh, yeah there was, after the New Zealand there was a good um, article I think I'll see if I can find it. It's a video. It's somebody who has special forces and he says, basically you, if this is going to continue to happen, people need to be armed to be able to fight back. So I might post it uh, once I find it again, but that being said, uh, even, really dis even disarmed. If two people had attacked him, one of them would have bit a bullet, but the other right. one would have got him down and it would have been over. Right. Yeah. So, um, I took a course with uh, Brian Bolivar and and Kevin. It was the um, Active Killer Defense course. I took that. I also have done some Krav Maga as well here in in Kingston. And I think it's you you need to do it. Um, I needed to do it basically because of again where I work. Um, I think it's important, but also because of the fact that knowledge is power and being able to do that because we are as Canadians, we're very docile and we don't have firearms on us. So if something does happen and we're seeing it more and more, I think we're going to see it even more uh, as things, as time goes as well. So, yeah. I mean, they, they'll have to change the formula somehow. They'll have to change um, something that's, that's causing these people to, to do these things, either the denial of coverage of media coverage or something that uh, like takes off some of the reasons why these people do these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, the, the obvious one is, uh, is access to mental health is, is another thing that needs to, to just vastly improve to yeah. reduce the possibility of this kids kind of things happening. And people being aware of it, family, friends reporting it as well. That needs yeah. to You know, like problem. one of the issues like here in Canada is that, um, like with regards to mental health, unless they are a, an explicit danger to themselves or to yeah. people around them. There's nothing. Uh, there's not really a lot that people can do. They have to voluntarily go. So it's a, uh, it's it's a, and let's say let's say they go to their their uh, general practitioner and they try to get a recommendation for a psychiatrist. It's going to take three months. Like there's a, there's a huge waiting period in uh, in Canada here for that for mental health. And uh, in the meantime, that person could uh, could go do something cr uh, crazy, right? Yep. So it's uh yeah. It, there's there's de there's a definite definite need for better mental health um, resources here in Canada. Yes, yes, there are. 
And that rela- that relates to vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> Because somehow, well, we went on uh, uh, two or three little uh, rabbit holes there. <laughs> we got down one and just didn't get back up. Okay, no, no we didn't. We didn't get back to it. So go by because go they can, uh, because uh, uh, someone with mental health issues could just as easily rent a truck. There we go. Okay, you, yeah, yeah. There we go. Finally, truck. finally, we're back or, around. Okay, so <laughs> that 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 yeah. That was so squirrely. Uh, have you been paying attention on YouTube? I am on there right now. Uh, okay. Let's see and here. There weren't too many questions just yet. Mailman uh, New Brunswick said, wait, stop the show. The wife wants me to rent to the store. I told him, don't worry. We're recording this just for you. And uh, he'll, he'll be able to get the recording afterwards. Um, yeah. Uh, Judge uh, Grimrod was saying burnout's real. 20% of the work, uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Take care of yourself. I mean, the, the nice thing is 20% is like, well, uh, um, there are 20%. 20%. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't have those kinds of numbers. <laughs> there's five of you, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh... but that being said, we have some great IITs like you, Adriel, who are taking on uh, extra work. And I'm very happy and excited that uh, Greg May is also taking over some of the mentoring. Yeah. Yeah. on the IAT page. So that means that it frees stuff up for us as well. Yeah. I really like what he's doing with the, uh, with the events and popping those all in there so that yeah. you guys can see who you've got for it. It's a really good idea. I'm yeah. so excited. We did that last year as well, as, but mm-hmm. it was as we went. And so we gave, uh, we asked Greg about that. What we're talking about guys is we have a super secret Page it's just a way of it's a way of getting volunteers to your yeah. matches so you or your your shoots right so your shoots are now all on the back end people can find it and, and flag whether they're interested in it or not so we're doing it early and so people can plan their vacations if they even need to plan vacation days or what have you so that they can attend these because if they can be there it means that we can get more people trained and more people trained mean that just like uh, who was it? 20% who said that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. It's your Pareto principle, 2080 kind of a thing. No, no. Who said it on YouTube? Uh, judge Grimrod. Oh, I have no, I don't idea know who that is. That is. <laughs> so anyways, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Brent was saying, Hey, you guys should come out to this area and Greg's talking to them. So I think he's got that handled. You've, you've yeah, got, we're, we're, you've got maple cedars, at- uh, moderators in the comments. So they're working. Already. We're going to at some point get out there. Brent wants us up in Northern BC. So at some point we'll be there. Yeah. And that's it for uh, YouTube comments. Okay. Listener feedback. We don't have any, but I do want to tell you who sponsors it because they're um, pretty awesome for sponsoring us. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and seracoding finishes, as well as wood finish refinishing. Uh, check him out. Uh, check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Or you can also follow him on Facebook or on Instagram as well. I do. We have we have a, a listener feedback. I don't think we read this one. Oh, which one is about it? What's wrong with Sig? No. Yes. Uh, did, did we not read that one? No, it's six days okay. ago, so uh, oh, I can read it. No, we didn't. Why don't you read it then? Yeah. Uh, Steve says, caught your episode about belts and it was very informative. Even better where the mentions on websites. I was looking around a few of them and noticed they lack holsters for Sig P226. 
Uh, no worries, I was able to order Safari Land, but it's going to take two months to get it. Just wondering what's wrong with SIG. Are they not using Ipsic or 3Gun? Great show as usual, Steve. Oh, um, I that one. There's got to be uh, 226 holsters out there. Like, it's a very popular platform. It's, uh, yeah, it it's a popular pistol out there. I would say it's not a fantastic gamer gun for uh, um, for Ipsic or, any, or th- anything like that. For 3Gun, it would be fine. Yeah. And I know a lot of the guys that run the Nork uh, MP34, whichever yeah. the yeah, whichever the nine millimeter version of the the, the Sig copy there. Um, your so other option, if you're waiting two months, that's too long. Uh, pick up. Uh, I wondered why it's taking two months. I don't know. I mean, Safarland. I wonder if that GLS would work with a Sig. Uh, a Sig. The five seven nine. Like they've got this. One. Yeah, so they got that universal good. holster that could work with the Sig, and then maybe yeah. you've got something that's that's uh, active retention, uh, and that grip lock uh, mechanism, which is fantastic. I ran that this weekend. At I actually did a bunch of um, uh, dry fire with my pistol with that holster. And yeah. it's great. I was running it my, my shadow two in it. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. I don't even like with the uh, with the, the the thumb drive. I had that Glock one with it. It had a really small tab on it. Yep. Um, and that one wasn't very good. Yeah, I had a yeah. also a Glock nineteen holster that had big thumb uh, grip, but I don't have a Glock nineteen, so I sold it to uh, a listener in New Brunswick. Okay. Um, but the 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 Safari Land grip one, you don't even have to think about it. You just grab the gun. And it comes out magically, and it doesn't come out when you don't want it to, which is nope. also magic and fantastic. And saves um, you a lot of penalty points. Yeah, no, yeah, no, the disqualification. No. Yeah, if you if you yeah. get a uh, if you drop a gun, that's that's it for you. Um, You're done. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I, I I really like that holster. I think I, I kind of wish that I had gotten that one before a lot of my other holsters because the active retention's really good on it. And it works with a bunch of different guns. And I wouldn't have six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd recommend that one, Steve. If, if you're looking around for a holster for your Sega and you can't find one. I mean, the other thing you is there's got to there's so. gotta be a, a Blade Tech holster somewhere in Canada for a 226. Right? Yeah. Like Wild West has them, I know for sure. Um, well, not for sure. I imagine they've got them because they've got a wall of... of uh, Blade Tech holsters. Uh, maybe check like select shooting supplies. Uh, maybe check um, who else has a bunch of Blade Tech stuff. Mm. Maybe some of the cop stores. There's there's some like police supply uh, stores online, and they'll they'd have to have some two two six stuff. Anyways, there's got to be stuff out there for you, Steve. Thanks for reading that. I'm sorry, I missed it. Okay, uh, if you'd like to email the show, you can email the show at slamfireradio at gmail.com. And again, we'll, uh, we'll answer to anything, really. Almost uh, anything. Almost anything. Uh, we don't have any podcast uh, reviews, so if you're interested, send us a little bit of a podcast review on any of the platforms that are out there, uh, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, or we're now on Spotify, I guess. You set us up on that? Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, even um, if you don't have one of those apps, um, email us. Let us know what you think, um, how, how you think that the, the show could be improved. If there's anything where you're like, man, that really annoyed me. Um, you know, let us know so we can make it better. I was thinking about this. This show is pretty much about nothing. So it's like the Seinfeld show. And so there's four of them. There's Elaine, who's the woman. There's George. There's <laughs> um, 
Jerry Seinfeld, and then there's Kramer. Which one are you? <laughs> I'm Elaine. I haven't. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I haven't watched enough Seinfeld episodes to even know like what the characters are supposed to They're be. And which one right. I embody? Which one am I? You can't say. You can't say I'm the short bald one just because I'm bald. Yeah. Or maybe you can't. Maybe that's just the easiest. You you had you had to be Elaine because you're the female. So, <laughs> do I, am I the bat bald guy? Because I'm bald. <laughs> uh, he, that just makes Matthew the crazy one that keeps doing the weird entrances, and he's skinny too. So I guess he's Kramer, and and mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess Trevor's Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. Okay. Matthew's more of a comedian than Trevor is. He is yeah. he is more of a comedian? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Shout outs. Do you have a shout out? Uh, oh, they're like, we had a pile of new shooters at Chaz. This is like, again, first match of the year, a pile of new shooters. And, uh, and there were some really lots of listeners, um, uh, guys coming up and saying, Hey, Adriel. And like, I don't know this person. I've never met them before. (laughs) But they're real familiar with me. And, uh, (laughs) and, and some of them were from, from the, from show listeners. Um, and a bunch of really great shooters, a bunch of really great shooters, great guys, and really cool to meet a bunch of new, uh, three gun competitors, a bunch of guys who, uh, haven't done competitive shooting before. And this was the first time. And, uh, I loved seeing, uh, all the new people out there trying it and falling in love with, uh, with competitive shooting. Yeah. Just go out, have fun. You'll have, you'll fall in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be back. Okay, uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to give a shout out to all of those people that I mentioned a little bit earlier. So Greg May, um, you, Adriel, as well as the rest of the IITs and also the rest of the Maple Seed crew. I'm going to be seeing them this weekend, everyone except for Stacy. So I'm looking forward to that. But I just want to say thank you, guys. It's been uh, lots of fun, and I'm looking forward to the rest of this year as well because of the fact that uh, we're going to spend a lot of time together so it's gonna mm-hmm. be yeah that's it uh patreon supporters we're at 83 if we don't have anybody that's a new uh, supporter this week uh, if you'd like to support us you can go on to our slam fry radio uh website and it's uh there's a, t- a tab there that you can click on you can support us anywhere from a dollar and up it's helpful it gets us or it allows us to put content out um every week and we also put out uh, special shows. We had one last, was it last week we had one? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last week, and uh, we do it at once a month. Uh, we put some special content that out to our Patreonies that other people can't have. So I wanted to say thank you about that. We also ship out stickers and patches. And we have brand new ones that Adriel's been shipping out to people. Correct? Yes. Okay. If you haven't got one. Uh, email the show again. Right. Actually, email me, Adriel at threegun.ca. Ooh, look at that. That's the shortest one I got. That's that's an easy one. A D R I E L at threegun.ca, and I'll send a patch. Okay. Well, that's it. So join one of our National Firearms Associations. So this is the CCFR. Stop by their booth at the in Moncton at the Moncton Coliseum this weekend. Go out or Calgary. Or Calgary. Wherever that is. BMO. BMO Center, I think. Is it? Okay. Check us out in Gunners Canada. Uh, chat with us there as well. Uh, I try and go on there at least once a week or twice a week. So Due to Yeah. So chat, yeah. Us, chat us up on there. Also, give us a like on Facebook. Right now, we're, it's a pound. Look at that. 
Velodrome. So it is, we're at 2,112 as of today. That's not a palindrome though. Palindrome should be like 2,112. That's true. Not 2,112. Let's forward backwards. Okay. Whatever. Say goodnight, Adriel. Good night, Adriel. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.